Cheers! Welcome, Welcome to, to Movie, Movie Bitches. Bitches. So 275. Tonight we're reviewing Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story. Mystery. First things first, shout out to our Patreon supporters. $5 a month gets you ad-free early access. $10 gets you access to our viewing parties. We did not do one for this, although it is on Netflix now and you can watch it. Sure. It was in theaters for all of a hot minute, although it still was like a pretty decently grossing movie. Was it? Yeah. So, you know, good for them. They could have made a lot more, but, you know, it's complicated. Like, if they had left it in theaters for a longer period of time, then they could have grossed, like, people wanted to see it in theaters, mm. but then it was like, well, it's only in for a week, so get it while you can, if you can. They didn't want to risk it. They were like, ooh. Well, it's all about windowing. You know, yeah. it's complicated, but, sure. you know, they had to have a certain period of time after it was out of theaters before then they could launch it on Christmas. Yeah, well, sorry. Um, not to you. Sure. Just, I don't care. Second thing second, <laughs> make sure to subscribe, share, whole, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and um, I was going to say LinkedIn, but that's not what I meant. Letterboxd. <laughs> LinkedIn. Make sure to click that thumbs up button if I didn't say that already. Turn on the bell. Yeah. Comment. Yeah. Which Knives Out movie did you prefer? I feel like that answer is pretty simple for me to answer. Oh, it's a simple answer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Glass Onion. Yeah. I'm just going to call it that. That's fine. Uh, the new Ryan yeah. Johnson murder mystery. I would say you're fine. I will say this. It's beautiful to look at. It was pretty to look at. There are some, I think, fun and pretty iconic moments. Uh-huh. Too long. Oh. Far too long. Oh, dear God, too long. This coming from a person who's obsessed with Death on the Nile, which... The original, which is the same upwards of, you know, two and a half plus hour long. They might have a similar runtime. Oh, and yet certainly. that movie, fine, no problem. This yeah. movie, I was like, get. I honestly, oh, right. I, so this is part of our, our TIFF series. We watched <laughs> this movie as part of TIFF. Make sure to check out our playlist where we talk about all the other movies we saw at TIFF. But I, I literally ran out of the theater. I was like, please get me out of here. I, I cannot be, I have to go. I have to leave. I have to go. We have to leave now. I have to leave. We have to leave now. I have to go. Have that to go. has I... not happened since we saw Downsizing. Oh, when God. I furiously just dashed out of the theater, forgetting my water bottle. <laughs> I had to get another one. Had to go back and get... I was so angry. Angry. So I just... this movie didn't make me angry, but I also watched it at home at my leisure. At your leisure. And so, I just, you know, it was I like... I think it's a net... It's a... Push play on Netflix? Sure. Exactly. It, it, it's made for Netflix, and I mean that in a lot of ways. I think the problem is they paid him $400 million to make these next two movies. Wow. Just to make them, not even for the movies themselves. Wait, what? What? For his salary? They bought the rights to Knives Out, hence why they wanted to put Knives Out on the frickin' title because they paid $200 million for it. That just his, but that's just his salary. That's just what, you're what he got paid as a producer and owner of this intellectual property. What? Wow. Yeah. And then they spent God knows how much making this fucking movie because it was clearly expensive to make. Wow. And I the cast. I didn't know that. They shouldn't yeah. let him write it. I mean, that's what they paid him to do. <laughs> 
Because this is not well written. It was not particularly well they written. He should not. Or he should get a partner. Yes, he needed help. Well, that's the issue. He needs Anthony Perkins needs to rise from the grave. I'm so sorry. So does Stephen Sondheim. He needs to rise from the grave and give him a few notes. Sure. Um, because I would say you could fully skip this movie or watch it. It doesn't matter. Go watch Last of Sheila. It is so good. And clearly referenced Ugh. by this movie. I mean, this movie is just trying to be less of Sheila, unsuccessfully. Anyway, so my point, not only did they pay him too much and he was just like... Right, right, It's this right. Netflix-isms, right? Where it's like, okay, Ryan Murphy, we're going to give you a billion dollars oh in your God. own plaza. Well, I was right about the teeter-totter of Ryan Johnson. Yes. In my opinion. Brick. Brothers Bloom. Looper. Last Jedi. Life's out! Glass onion, <laughs> you know, um, it's, ups, um, it's a, it's a, it's, I don't know. Ups and downs? It's ups and downs. Ups and downs. Gosh, I don't know if I'd say he's like an auteur at this point. No, I don't think so. I don't know. He's a mystery. A little bit. Much like with Ryan Murphy, all of these other people that they oh court, God. they never tell them no. They never say, no, let's edit this. They don't give them editors. Right, right. They don't spend time they in development. They did make him put a Knives Out mystery on the title well, but right. maybe that was the only but, um, but you know what i mean bugaboo. I know, right I know, I know. right where it's like they don't take the time to finesse the best and, the, and refine the product mm. and say hey why don't we refine reduce well, if it's gonna be three hours long write a better script well sure so yes glass onion yeah the next inspector blanc yeah what's his first name benoit yeah yeah something like that right beignet no the next Inspector Blanc mystery, somehow, yeah, I don't know how this is possible. Somehow, I had forgotten. Maybe to save, to like, to save myself some trauma. This is what trauma looks like. That Daniel Craig had this insane accent. The Yosemite Sam accent. I think I'm have it going insane. <laughs> My mind is a fueled up racing car, and I gotta know where to drive it. Somehow, I was surprised. You forgot that he was Nathan Lane in Gilded Age? I was like... I, I say, this is a turning <laughs> point in history. This is a turning point in history, Mrs. Russell. Which is very humiliating and traumatic for him. Oh, right! right. I blanked. I had blanked it from my memory bank. Why? Why? Okay, a few caveats there was, here. There was... I'm sorry. There was a joke slash maybe it was real going around that for no reason Ryan Johnson was going to have him have a different wild accent in every movie. Okay. Because I also And then he decided like... that was two cuckoo banooners and I said, you know what? Maybe it was just cuckoo banooners enough. I... Because get rid of this accent. Wait, hold on. What just happened? Yes. And I thought, and I haven't seen the first Knives Out since I watched it. Two years, three, whatever five came years, out. whatever. We saw it at TIFF. Yeah, whatever. That, 2019. Yeah. So four years ago, three years ago. I haven't seen it since. So, nope. you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I could have sworn there's like a little kernel in my memory that in the end of it all, he was like, oh, no, I was making that up. The accent? Yeah. I don't know. I've come to the conclusion as to the perpetrator of this here murder. Well, now I say, dear Mr. Block. <laughs> Like, oh, I put on that accent to fool you all, to, like, be... Think, thinking I was... 
I, I don't know. But I apparently not because he has it in this. You know what, though? I wouldn't be surprised because maybe he was going to have a different accent in this right, one based right. on and what we heard. And he just heard. walked it back or whatever. I, I don't, don't know. know. But, um, but yeah, somehow I was like, what? Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Big picture issues. Yeah. Too long. The pacing is a mess. Mess. The mystery is okay. Again, this did the same, less, even less successfully, the same thing that Triangle of Sadness did for me, oh. where it was like, and now the movie's a completely different movie for an hour, when they were like, and flashback. But what really happened was, here, we will explain it in just gr the most minute detail of what happened. No, I'm okay, montage it. No. Will you explain it to us then, detective? When they rooped back to, and this is what really happened, yeah. and there was an entire movie left, yeah. I said, no. no. I didn't know there was an entire movie left, and so I was like, oh, great, we're going to, what, it could have happened this way. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't sped up to I'm going home to sleep with, with my, my wife. <laughs> I'm going on to sleep with my Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah. Uh, can I help you? Someone commented that they were like, they want the next one to be him and Hugh Grant on their anniversary trip. I love it. And he's like, no, honey, I'm not going to solve any crimes. I promise. It's I promise. just going to be us time. I'm not going to get wrapped up in anything. And then, of course, he does. And then they were like, at the, at the end, yeah. it's revealed that Hugh Grant actually set up the whole thing as an anniversary present. Ob obsessed with this idea. Right? I was like so into this. Yes. And he's the only one that can like tickle his brain enough. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, I got you. I know what to do. So tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but yeah. still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. I love that. Yeah. Pretty to look at. Great cast. Gorgeous. Great resort. location. One-dimensional annoying characters. Yep. Well, I mean, we haven't talked about the egotted zoom of it all or whatever oh my god i know so the cameo was the biggest like i told you right. it was the, yes, the, yes. the big moment the cameos we get angela lansbury mm, rest in peace steven sondheim rest in peace natasha leo thank god she's still alive and kareem abdul jabbar yeah i mean that was just like i do like this idea like because you haven't watched staged yet right so it's this really great David Tennant, Michael Sheen. They did it over uh, lockdown and it's all uh, over Zoom. Okay. And it's sort of like, what can we do while we're, you know, sure. and so they're playing versions of themselves, right? Okay. Is that true? Well, I did have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. Oh, fuck you. As the show gained more traction, now they're already on season three, guest cameos would pop up. Fun. And on Zoom, you know, yeah. so you'd be like, who's it going to be? Who's going to pop up on Zoom? Oh my God, it's yeah. so-and-so. And you're like, what? This yeah. is fucking crazy. I won't spoil it for you because it is really fun who shows up. Okay, great. And you should watch it. Okay, great. Um, but like, I like that idea of like, who's showing up yeah. on Zoom? Who has the Zoom link? Yes. Bloop. Now I will say this. Mm. I absolutely hated that this movie took place during COVID. It, um... Dated it immediately for me. It was trying to talk and touch on so many political things yeah. and so many zeitgeisty current events mm -hmm. uh, just outside of COVID, but also COVID, but like, just like the whole thing was like current events, Yep. right? Yep. In the world. And which are no longer current by the time that this movie comes out. Of course. Of course. And so, yes, a lot of it felt like, oh, we're talking about that. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, that was. Oh, uh, um, not Elizabeth Olsen. What's her name? Thanos or Theranos, the blood woman who got 
who had the scam and what? What? You don't know anything about this? Who are you talking about? The woman Elizabeth Holmes. The the woman who defrauded everyone because she claimed that she had a company that could run a blood test off of a single drop of blood and run all of these different blood tests and it turns and it was called like Theranos or something like that and it turned out that it was just a, full, a complete scam and that she didn't have any of that and there's like a whole series about her now and it's a whole thing and... oh yes Amanda Seyfried playing her I think yes I vaguely know about this anyway there's a picture of him with a napkin mm. that was literally just a replica of the picture of Elizabeth I think is her name <laughs> Uh, with the drop of blood. It's like a, you know, anyway, it. it's like very much like, oh, billionaires, oh, frauds, scamsters, you one, know, oh, fraud. That one really. Yeah. So of the oeuvre of Eat the Rich movies this year, this one was the least successful Absolutely. for me because there was no counterpoint. There was no sure. Anna Taylor-Joy. There was no outsider. Well, I guess Janelle Monet supposedly was. We don't know that for the first hour. Well, sure. And then when we do, it's painstakingly drawn out in front of us. So you're just like, I'm so fucking bored. And Blanc. <laughs> yeah is Fancy. Right. Not in a rich not way, like, but he's not that counterpoint or right. that that point of view, right? Yeah. That's left for the audience. So the whole movie feels like it's for the audience to be... But yeah. the characters are so annoying and one-dimensional that you're like, I'm cool? I'm like, <laughs> honestly, can they all die? And that's what was so annoying about, like, to me, the first one, mm. all of the family, not all of them, most of the family members were really successfully written and drawn where you were like, mm. oh, I, I understand, I get this person. The actors well, know and, their and, backstories um, and they know who there's, this... There's something about a family dynamic yes. that's so different than, this didn't make any sense. So... They met at a Edward bar? Norton... Okay, spoiler alert. Yes. There's two Janelle Monets. There's a one with a wacky southern accent, and there's we don't meet the other one actually. No. There's the fun, the the, the smart, fabulous one who the is... fabulous smart you know tech. Her character was insane. Yeah. Everyone's insane. So, so she's supposedly this brilliant connector. Um, I didn't know. And so she brings engineer. all these people together, happenstantially ish, because it wasn't like. Oh, I'm getting the team together because if all the pieces, if all the rings, um, the jewel, all the infinity stones are on the gauntlet of Thanos, then it creates a super, um, you know, uh, robot jocks and they're, they can all fight together. It wasn't that. It was just each of them individually, Catherine Hahn, Dave Bautista, Kate Hudson, yep. the whole cast they each individually become more successful upon meeting her because she shows them what their true potential is. But actually, it's Edward Norton that they think gave them the true potential because he's really good at talking. But it was actually Janelle Monáe. What was going on? I, it, was, it was very complicated and weird. It also just gave me this vibe of, like, didn't it feel like a, a weird offshoot of Friends or something? If there was a sitcom called The Glass Onion where they all hang out at the Glass Onion bar and it's like these sure. nerds in their 20s. Oh, well, that part of it. Yes, that, that part, part of it. it was very How I Met Your Mother, very... It, yes, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just like, what is this? And it, it just was odd, and then it was like, all of a sudden, but then And we're she... making a um, we're making a Tom Cruise Magnolia joke for some reason. With, when Edward comes in with the leather vest and the long hair, and he's like, hey, guys. Like, I don't remember. Oh, it was, it was like, he's... 
I've never seen Magnolia. He's doing uh, Tom Cruise from Magnolia, like Great. motivational speaker, uh, you know, okay. whatever. Yeah. What did they invent? I don't know if it was ever clear to me. No, it was it was MacGuffin. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, I know he later, or like eventually together, they all created this microbot energy hydrogen thing that then she says, this is too dangerous. We shouldn't do this. And he says, no, fuck you. I'm going to oust you from the company. And then everyone's going to blame you. And then you're going to say, no, but I have the napkin. It was all my idea to begin with. And then well, the napkin's going to disappear. Andy started Alpha with Miles 10 years ago, just a two of them. Belongs to Frank Sharp, head of Sharp Records. Good friend of Alice's. That's Cassandra Brand. Andy, yeah. And they're no longer partners. One legal move cut her out completely. He drives everywhere. Hates to fly. He's going across the country right now to look for new acts to sign to his label. Hooted her without a dime. Social networked her. You know, for a security guard, he had an awful lot of information, don't you think? Okay, so Janelle Monet, the true one, uh -huh. is presented as this beyond brilliant, perfect, extraordinary... Engineer renaissance woman yes and yet she taunts all of her friends who have betrayed her and who have many and reasons and who have so many reasons to kill her yep she taunts them with a sassy email saying look what i found i found the evidence that will bury you i'm gonna show it to the police in 24 hours what are we doing she has a sign on her head that says murder me murder me because when i say the characters are idiots they are, like they're written poorly, right. but they're literal idiots. They're, like, they're, they're, they're written they're... as idiots. And so that's the whole twist, is that Blanc can't figure out the mystery because it's so dumb. Right. Right, and so he's, he's multiplying it and giving it layers that aren't there because he's so used to un to solving grand True mysteries, mysteries yeah. that a dumb mystery perplexes him. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that idea. Sure. Because I loved. So it's this, okay. So they they all get this crazy box, and they have to do all these puzzles, and they're invited to Edward or Elon Musk's island in Greece for a murder mystery. For Jeff, Jeff, I like that better. I mean, Bezos, yeah. yeah. For a murder mystery weekend. Yeah. And he's written a whole murder mystery, and he's so excited, and we've set this whole thing up, and, da, 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 and I was obsessed with the fact that in five seconds, Blanc is like, oh, I see. So Kate Hudson has up because of the jewel and the thing and the arrow, and it's right there, and that's the mystery, and I solved it. And I was just like, yes! Oh, wait, the movie has another... Two hours, what's happening? As Watson said to Holmes, it was Bertie who planted a remote device on a crossbow in revenge for you stealing her signature Ren Diamond. But why did he solve that mystery so easily, but the other dumb mystery perplexing? Um, why was that happening? Well, but what was the other dumb mystery? Just that. That Edward Norton was actually the murderer of Janelle Monet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We already said Yeah, it. that was the... That he, was the mystery? Who was the murderer of Janelle Monae? Because she's right. the only person that... Oh, no, no. Well, and Dave Bautista. And, but right. also Janelle Monae. The whole right. reason he's there is because right. Janelle Monae's twin sister... Oh, right. Comes to him and says, Hey, I need your help because someone killed my sister. And they think it's suicide, but it's not. The next day, it was very Allison Williams and Mithrigan. Yeah, I have no My emotional... sister uh, committed suicide, but I think she was murdered yesterday. Will you please help me with this mystery and this whole grand plan? And here's this box and this whole thing. And blah, 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 blah. Mr. Blanc, two days ago, I received a call. My twin sister committed suicide. Were you close? <laughs> um, yeah? Sorry, can I just ask, how close were you and your sister? Oh. 
don't know. His entire job is just to figure out which of the fuckers killed, killed her. Real genoma. Right. Real killed fake whatever. whatever. Original. original. It seems like it would be pretty easy to, to just put together. But we had to spend time getting to know all of them, but they were all right. pretty shitty and boring. That was my issue. There was a few jokes I laughed at. They're on his island and there's the the hourly Dong. 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 What is that? That's the hourly dong. You know, I got Phil Glass to compose that. Voiced by... That was composed by Philip Glass. Oh my god, I love that. That's so stupid. I did, I did laugh. Wait, is that what he said in the movie? <laughs> okay, yes. And it's actually true. Oh my god, I love it. But also, I think it's voiced by someone I heard. But does that made me laugh? Like, the praying mantis thing that was carrying the bags? Like, there was some... Oh, that's an actual robot from MIT. Oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> Boston Robotics, yeah. Okay. It's creepy. I it guess dances it wasn't and it's funny. No, it's it's terrifying. Because I was like, what's this absurdity? But no, it's it's, <clears throat> it's real. It's okay. real. It's really terrifying. It was kind of like simultaneously up its own ass, but also poking fun at itself. I wasn't sure the tone it was going for. No. I found it tedious. I just don't know what else to say. I don't really care on it. I, I don't want to be too rude. We have other stuff we can talk about, but like, I don't really care to talk about it too much more sure. because I just don't care. Well, that was my problem. Like, um, you've created all of these characters who are pretty one-dimensional and annoying, and they're not even getting killed off. You're like, wait, right. the second we meet Edward Norton and he's on the beach and he's, oh, hey, and this is the guitar from that Paul McCartney wrote, whatever, right. on and all this stuff, and so whatever, I was like, I am so excited because he's our murder victim and I can't wait, and he's gonna be, and yes, he made it to the end of the movie. What? what? No. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, great. So he's clearly, I've watched enough murder she wrote. He's clearly going to die. Yeah. He's the annoying one. Great. So not to sound like a broken record, because I do like the show, but I didn't love it that much. But anyway, but like season two of White Lotus, we're on an island yeah. in the Mediterranean yeah. with a bunch of rich, obnoxious, but sort of fabulous people. They're always obsessed with me. <laughs> I don't know why. I like it. I would love to spend more time with the cast of White Lotus. Sure. You would think with the, all of the hubbubaloo about the cast of Knives Out 2 and, mm. you know, there was all these jokes about like, oh, so-and-so is going to cast me. You know, right, 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 right. Oh, right. who's going to be on the cast of Knives Out 2? Right. And it was like, yes, in theory, I should want to spend so much time on this island with these people. And I uh -huh. just wanted to get the fuck out. Which, because, I mean, this island... Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well, so it's set this at the hotel. Amman Hotel, which um, I didn't bother to look up how expensive it is because I cannot afford it. It is very expensive, they, yeah. they, they're, they're, but they're gorgeous hotels. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite part about the entire movie. Okay, great. Daniel Craig's seersucker bathing costume. Yes. With a Scott. This was so Peter Ustinov in Evil Under the Sun with like the entire bathing costume. It also made me laugh because there was such a thing about Daniel Craig in that teeny weeny bikini yes, in from Casino Royale. Casino, yeah. like, and then now he's in this like knee, like, you yeah. know, whatever. And yeah. I was just like, yes. So that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, there were some good costumes, I would say. Yeah. Okay, I have a couple questions. Okay, great. It's revealed that 
Edward Norton is behind it all. Sure. Well, there was no plan. No. That's maybe why Blanc couldn't figure it out. Maybe. Because it there was you a go. spur of the moment It thing. was a heat of the, yeah. So he kills blonde Janelle Monet yeah. in a feat of... Um, Anger. I, you told me you had a trump card and... I took it. That I was... And killed you. But it's like so dumb. So stupid. She's so dumb. Yeah. It made me so angry. Anyway. Yeah. And then he has to cover it up because Dave Batista is going to blackmail him. Yeah. And luckily, Dave Batista is so incredibly deathly allergic to pineapple that he will die in two seconds. What if it had been someone else who didn't have a terrible allergy? Well, that he didn't have a plan. He didn't have a plan. He, he was, made up the plan later on. He was on the Well, right, because he realizes he has to kill Dave Batista because Dave Batista looked at his phone, which he wasn't supposed to do or whatever, and realized but that Janelle, Janelle Monet, Monet was dead. Was actually dead. I kept thinking that she wasn't dead because we never actually saw her body, and that Janelle sure. Monet was posing as her twin sister, as herself, to do a double double bluff bluff. Oh. Yes, inside the lump was my twin. Spanikopita. She didn't actually die, but she had to pretend that like she, she had still died. But that she, but then that didn't happen, and maybe that's overly complicated. But maybe. so, but then Janelle Monet, the fake Janelle Monet, yes. does pretend to be dead, so that she can search their rooms. Okay, big oh, right. question. Okay, yeah. When we get there, yeah, he says your biorhythm monitor is the key to your room. Here's a bracelet for each of you, and it only responds to your particular DNA, whatever the fuck. It was some fancy thing, whatever. Sure. And you're each a chakra in the thing, and that's what room corresponds, and it'll open the door to your room. How did she search? all those rooms i mean i think it was not maybe the only way to open it i don't know those people are locking their doors are you kidding me right yeah i don't know so she goes and searches every room trashes all of them to find yeah. the thing oh my god it would have been so hot in that glass onion wow it's like an actual huge glass onion Terrible. it's like a giant weird <laughs> glass greenhouse on top of this on top resort. of yeah but man, layers and layers of thick glass. I would think it would Greece. just set the entire thing on fire, right? Wouldn't it? You would certainly have a, ma a magnifying a, glass effect. Yeah. Now I would have enjoyed it much more if. So by the end, there's a whole thing where the hydrogen gas, but they converted it to energy, but right. it leaks. And of course, hydrogen is flammable. Oh, the humanity! And so Janelle Monet is going to set the house on fire to burn it all down. But that's not how that works. Dressmaker style. Right. But it's not fabulous. I'm getting to a point and then you could... So she sets it all on fire and... It... I would have much rather enjoyed it if, through his own hubris and stupidity, he mm -hmm. built this giant glass onion and the sun came in and caught fire to the hydrogen and exploded them all. Sure. <laughs> Except perhaps Blanc, because there is a third one coming out. That would have been at least like... In line Or with... at the very least, like, you know, maybe he was showing them and he leaves it on his desk and then like the sun reflects and it lights the napkin on fire and then Oh, that's I don't a little know. less destructive. A little less destructive. I didn't need all of the explosions. Also, I would like so, to point right. out that doesn't really make any sense because hydrogen uh, explodes upon contact with oxygen. Immediately. Yes. Oh, the humanity. And that's why she said, let's not do this. Right. But if, it's, it was in... if it was leaking out, then it would either be combusting as it was leaking. Maybe it hadn't been leaking because he designed this house to not leak. That was her concern, right? Was 
oh, we can't use the infrastructure right. of like current existing buildings because the hydrogen will get out and it'll so cause everything made, problem. But so he made this. It's like simultaneously the most complicated thing ever and dumb. Exactly. So maybe it was, it was like, oh, the hydrogen is in these pipes. But if you set off, because she, she was like, smashing oh, the, everything. she smashed everything, which had it in it or something. I don't I don't remember. She was smashing a lot of glass. Yeah. And the Mona Lisa was there. Right. I feel like destroying the Mona Lisa is too far for a individual to decide. Sure. Um, I was like, hey girl, I feel like this should be a group decision. Yeah. It's the Mona Lisa. Because he basically she's trying to discredit him to the point where he'll finally be exposed as an idiot and a liar, right? Yeah. And so she's like, you can cover this up. You can cover this up. Blah, 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 but you can't cover up the destruction of the Mona Lisa. And I was like, he absolutely can. There's definitely fakes. The Louvre would happily still charge money to right. have the fake Mona Lisa in there, whatever. The Mona Lisa has famously been stolen numerous times and whatever. So I was just like... No, there's a flaw in your plan. He could definitely cover this up. Right. Or also blame it on you. The crazy person who broke everything and then burned down the house. Right. Including bypassing the safety for the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I didn't care for it. The I more know. I thought about it, I didn't care for it. But yeah. I did love that seersucker bathing costume, I gotta say. <laughs> and matching. He had lots of creams and linens and matching ascots with like sunglasses and hats and I was like, yes. Yeah, there was a, a bit of fun and fabulosity that was here that was missing in Death on the Nile for me. The Kenneth Branagh one. The Kenneth Branagh one. That I, I would, would rather, I would rather watch, watch this again. We've, we've complained a lot. I didn't hate Glass Onion. No. I didn't particularly like it. No, That's I wouldn't recommend at. it. I will absolutely watch the next one in the hopes yeah. that it is Fun. Yes. And um, more murder mysteries abound. Yep. Hell yes. Love it. Uh, but this one for me was just okay. Yeah, it was just okay. I honestly had more fun in See How They Run. Yeah, that was so nice. It was just nice. It was a fun, good time. Like a, oh, that was fun. Yeah. And Sam Rockwell. Yeah. And Shears of Ronan. So yeah, you could go see See How They Run. That one was definitely more directly referential. Yes, it was a little you know. less out of the box or out of the whatever, you know, and the budget was much smaller, but I don't care. Like, I don't oh, need... Oh, no, I don't care. I don't need a murder mystery to be like, oh, look at all the money we're no. burning. Mona Lisa. Look at um, Death Trap or Sleuth or whatever. Like, there's, you know, small scale... Stage fright. Yes. So, anyway, um, cheers to more murder mysteries. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.